Hey, 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 hey! Welcome to another episode of Geekly Reveals, a show that brings you geeky news on a weekly basis. That's geeky, that's weekly, that's geekly, and I'm here in the month of March. Hey, we did it. It's me, your host, Dom, aka Brother Dom, all over the internet. And once again, I am joined by my uh, chronologically attuned co-hosts. Would you like to tell the people who it is that you are around now-ish? Around now-ish, I'm Stephanie, and I am here, uh... (laughs) <laughs> the way you said that, Dom, I just said I, I had shades of all night. I don't know, but uh, but you know, I'm Captain Steph on Twitter, the Snow Queer on Tumblr, Hella Steph on Instagram, and uh, despite just moisturizing so much this weekend, my face is so dry, and I need it to be spring, or maybe I just needed a humidifier. But anyway, that's where I'm at. Is dehydrated, but with my pals here. Okay, and... so you just need a new moisture source. Moisture, moisture source. Moisture oh. soicer. Yeah. Mo- you know, moisture <laughs> sauce. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Uh, and by I, I mean me. Hi, I'm Eric. I am not on the internet, and I'm back from, uh, I don't know, why was I gone last week? I don't really remember. I think you were just tired. Yeah, I was. we're humans. Oh, no, it was because we recorded on a different day, and I ended up working, like, extremely oh, late right, that right. day, so. That's yeah. what it was, yeah. Yeah, you know the hey, struggle. Got to hey. grind so I can get those games. <laughs> you get those magic cards, baby. That was no you magic cards. That grind week. set. Ooh. Either oh, way, wow. y'all are playing games. <laughs> you have to diversify your stock options uh, with different video game franchises or uh, tabletop. Diversify games. your stock of video games. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we diversified our stock of tabletop games this week, though. Too, we had a we had an eventful week as far as that stuff. Oh, goes. we did actually. Yeah, and we talked a little bit with the group um, and just started doing some character building and stuff like that, leveling up. Yeah, I need you guys to come up with your tragic backstories for why you might be planeswalkers. <laughs> Could also not what if be I tragic. just had a really great time? You can. It what just has to be an like... intense emo- emotional <laughs> experience. Like maybe you had like a really good, you know, one night stand or something, and just maybe I the... had a really good hot dog, and I was like, "Wow, <laughs> other worlds have to exist." You take a bite of a hot dog, and it just gives you this mind blowing experience. And you just wait, like you close your eyes and you open them. You're on another plane of existence, quite literally, because you've planeswalked. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> the dream. Dog got it. The the yeah. the. The, the the glizzy gobbler is back, you know, the uh the dog father. <laughs> I hate like I don't where does like yeah, the term glizzy yeah. come from? Because like I started hearing people say it more like just, in the last couple of years and I just I, just black people probably. Are you like I mean you know I I got I was gonna say I've only ever heard it in the Yeah, I only I've only ever heard it in the context of Twitter talking about Nancy Reagan. It was before that. Um I knew it existed before that though. Okay, it was originally a slang term for gun in the Washington D.C. metropolitan yeah. area, area. So yeah, so yeah, black pull, people. Yeah, you're not yeah, wrong. Yeah, pull the glizzy. Yeah, yeah, people used to say that. Um, I can't remember why. Um, maybe just because it's you know. Uh, it became a nickname it, for hot dogs. Oh, sorry, for a Glock. It became a nickname for hot dogs because the length of the barbecue staple sa- uh, staple is similar to the extended clip of a gun. So did you? <laughs> Did you did the article call it the sandwich a sandwich or did you just stumble there? I just stumbled. I said staple, barbecue. Uh, staple. Okay, I thought you were just. I thought you were just going to. I thought you were censoring the this article's hot take about no. Uh, whether a hot dog was a sandwich. No, a hot dog is a taco. Yeah, that so is it's, true. It is. Uh, so yeah, you know, I, I I've heard that term before, and you know, it's it's funny to see it 
kind of come all the way around. Uh, but it's so much of the thing of like how, um, you know, certain people say, I got that strap on me. You would have to wonder what that person's lifestyle is because that can mean one of two vastly different things. I literally was just going to say, it's like, I keep that thing on me. And it's like, is that a gun or your strap on penis? Like, <laughs> It's detachable. Well, it, yeah, you keep the strap, you know, and depending on what else you say about your personality, you can mean one or the other. Sometimes you could have both and it just is context dependent because well, there are a lot of people out here that practiced uh, interesting sex as well as the Second Amendment. You know? And like, as far as, you know, like the... Um, I don't want to say borrowing, the stealing of cultural words and stuff like that. The only people I had refer heard refer to hot dogs as glizzies for a while were people from the deep south, like white white folks, like on Texas ranches, <laughs> calling them glizzies. And I'm like, what the fuck? What? Like, why are you saying that? Like, this is the wildest cultural appropriation. Yeah, <laughs> culture permeates very quickly. Uh but yeah, Nancy Reagan, one of the goats. Uh, Obama, one of the goats as well. Uh, he used to like a hot dog. Uh, <laughs> he probably still like a hot dog. But <laughs> who knows? Hey, Joey Chestnut, one of the the, the Glizzy Goblin champions of all time. Um, I don't understand how people champion. do that. Like just swallow hot dogs. Yeah, like my stomach hurts after eating Wendy's. <laughs> yeah, practice. <laughs> it's just purely practice. Like yeah, you just, just stretch like, your stomach like, out. Like prof- yeah, professional eating disorder. Like yeah, but yeah, that's so, what PED uh, stands for. Yep. <laughs> performance enhancing dogs uh well hey hope y'all have been well um it's been a been, been a week uh some news has happened nothing too wild and out there uh, but a little bit of topics actually there has been some wild and out there news but it's sad and depressing and it's not really new it's just you know continue uh, if you start you falling it. down a mountain you eventually get to a lower part of the mountain it's not surprising that gravity continues um and horrible people will continue to be horrible um, less of a natural force, more of a man-made one. But uh, stop being horrible, and you know, st- you know, stop trying to make trans be people's life people. horrible. <laughs> Lawmakers, please be nice. Being decent to people, yeah, just generally, maybe don't like. Maybe if like people, if the lawmakers of the country would like perhaps you know legislate based on what the people in the country actually thought and not their, yeah, you know, uh, fringe and maybe bully those people. Bigotry. Bully those yeah. people off the internet. Don't bully like an unrelated VTuber off the internet. Uh, yeah, potentially that. Like, you know. Yeah. Hold our lawmakers accountable if yeah. you can. I don't. I don't know how you. Now, do. if I the think lawmakers are also to. VTubers, then okay. Then we need to call the. <laughs> then we need to call the Twitch streamers to to come clean up. Yeah. But uh, so we got that going on. Um, but we have food crimes. Food crimes are how we start, despite talking about hot dogs for thirty-five minutes just now. Yeah, that uh, was. We do have food some food crimes. crimes on the table. Yeah, that was just that was good. Um, but yes, yes, Steph, you have a food crime, right? Yeah, and it's it's it is only a crime in the sense of you know that's what our what our bit is called uh, because all of the foods were delicious. Um, we got a little. Just a little bit extra yesterday. We had two friends come over who had never watched Lord of the Rings before, and me and my roommate went absolutely balls to the walls, making various Lord of the Rings themed food. We made Lembus themed hamantashen. We made little hand pies from a Game of Thrones cookbook that I have that I love online. We made stew with potatoes in it, so that meat would be back on the menu, and that we had stuffed potatoes in a stew. We, she made. Le- hey. honey or she, she made lemon and cherry hamantashen with little 
white chocolate luster dusted gold rings on them. So it was like the ring going into the lava. I, I have a it question. Yes. So when you say meats back on the menu, that's a line in the movie. Why do yes, the and it's something. Why, why do the, do the orcs, orcs have bistros? A, why do the orcs know what a menu is? Like that's not like. This- <laughs> Lord of the Rings fans cool since 2001 have been asking this question, Eric. Why do the orcs know what a menu is? Like, I could see maybe, Later, like, maybe like a hobbit would know what a menu is. Like, that would oh, make sense. Oh, absolutely. Like, they've got inns and stuff. Yeah. But, like, an orc? Man. There's also maybe, a scene maybe they've seen in the one, extended I edition. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, there's also a scene in the extended edition of, uh... I think two towers, but it's after Helm's Deep, where Gimli says some like uh, Legolas like shoots the orc that Gimli's sitting on, and he's like, "It was twitching." Gimli's like, "He's twitching because he's got my axe embedded in his nervous system." That's and a I'm thing like, that they wouldn't know. <laughs> I was like, "Does Gimli know about the nervous system?" Gimli's actually a very skilled doctor or <laughs> <in> surgeon, yeah, <laughs> famous neurosurgeon amongst the the Dwaro. Yeah. <laughs> like, why do you think he's so good with his axe? He's practiced a lot. With... He's very, yeah, he is very good at targeted. Uh, yeah, you're right. Strikes. That, that it's always fun to find like those little like um, inconsistent details where it's yeah, like, like almost like an anachronism, but not quite. Yeah, because like... like I don't know, maybe like maybe the orcs do have menus. Like I don't know. <laughs> but... Yeah, maybe they just like ransacked Osgiliath and they were like, wow, what is this? Menu? What is this? <laughs> I'm going to add this to my vocabulary and <laughs> use it yeah. in a sentence at a later time. <laughs> I'm picking up the meaning from context clues. <laughs> That's hardly a food crime, though. That sounded delicious, all of it. So. Oh yeah, exactly. It's just a it's just a food crime in the sense that the bit is called food crimes because all of it was extremely good. We were all we were all very proud of ourselves. I've never made my little chicken pies for guests before, so I was like, you know, a little anxious, hoping it was going to turn out all right, and they were uh, very well received. So you know, it's a good day all around. Nice. And you know what? We started at one, and we were done by twelve forty-five after like midnight forty-five. Oh yeah, you know, eleven hours, nothing crazy. <laughs> like, because like sometimes when, especially when like you're showing it to the first to a person for the first time, if they like, but like people are talking, then you have to pause and explain it to people, and you have to pause while people go to the bathroom because they don't want to miss parts, and then you got to eat and like. La- on Christmas, me and my roommate watched them, and my family at home watched them, and they stopped to watch the fucking football game in the middle of the day, and then they were like, ah, midnight, just starting Return of the King, and we were like, what are you doing? Enjoy being up till 4 a.m. Like, How did you get, how did we, how did we get ahead of you? Eh, take a break for football. Yeah. Now, I wish, uh, I, I-, I wish... We had robots, because football's a dope sport, but A, the NFL kind of sucks, and B, like, I wish humans didn't get CTE, but I want the sport yeah. to still exist, so there must there must be a way for us to be able to watch dudes collide into each other without it causing systemic or personal problems. Yeah. It, it's, it's also, like, the Hon- same thing that I feel- This is what we really need AI for, yeah. automation. It's the same thing that I feel about, like, you know, uh, banning of, like, uh, performance-enhancing drugs in baseball. I I think that you should have that, but you should also have the sport that allows everybody to put as much stuff in they want 
in them as they want. Let's see and how far someone can hit a baseball yeah, when they're used to hell. How fast can that ball go? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I forget what comedian it was, but I remember they had a bit of bodies. Like, nah, I want to see. It may have been like a, I don't know. I don't think it was like a Chris Rock or Daniel Tosh type, but it could have been anybody. But say, I want to see the guy juiced up out of his body. How far can we hit this ball? Yeah. You know what? That's what I want to see. That's the point of sports, right? To see what the human body can do. So it's true. Exactly. And, and uh, oh, it's not fair. It's not fair. Yeah, it's that sports aren't fair. Like, you know, you mean you mean to tell it's me not that fair like that fucking Usain Bolt can run seventy five million miles per hour and Megan Rapino can kick a ball to the moon? Like, yeah, that's sports are sports are never fair. You know, sometimes we sort by weight class. I, I think that's pro- weight class in fights kind of makes sense. You know, if a dude's like two like three hundred pounds, six five, I'm not beating that dude in a fight if I'm in shape. But if he's like five eleven. You know, 180, that is, that's kind of in my zone, you know, that's kind of fair. I was going to say, like, most of the people who are in, like, the lightweight, though, and I would absolutely be a heavyweight, they could absolutely kick my ass. But... Oh, yeah, we don't train. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I get my oh, ass yeah, beat by, be like, I mean, I mean, I'd probably get my ass beat by, like, a pretty, like, ambitious, like, high schooler, honestly. I was say, yeah, I'd get my ass beat by, like, a second grader who's been in a couple judo classes. Like... i get my ass beat by a shamrock shake. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm getting my ass beat by a shamrock shake, but I'm watching a second grader. I don't care, man. Like, I know too many things. Like, I'll just stand back and kick. It's like, oh, they'll deflect your kick. Yeah, my legs are twice the length of their body. I'll be fine. It's like the whole, like, would you rather fight, you know, 100 uh, duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? And the answer is 100 duck-sized horses, because, like, they're Cause small. horses are fragile as fuck. Yeah, horses are fragile, and if they're small enough, you can just mow them. Like, you can just, like, spin. <laughs> but you, like, 100... Duck sized horse. Yeah, what's a horse gonna do? Like a a horse wants to kick you. If it's duck sized, there's no power. That's a that's an annoyance. Let's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like but like one like said, really big duck. Fragile. They're running on their fingers. Yeah. Like. <laughs> but like one really big duck. That's pretty dangerous. Like at that point, that's you are scary. nothing like more. Like a goose would fuck you up. Yeah, a goose would. A duck though. I mean, the duck will fight the same way. But that's a that's a punch in the chest. Honestly, fighting a horse would not be that hard either. Like it's, I don't know. Lose, I think a, I think a like, horse would kick my ass. Like there, it, it would try to, but just stay in front of it. it GG, they still, easy. They can still kick you with their front legs. Yeah, but that's more but of like a get, stomp. They, they also have to bite. Get, like they have to rear up. They also do oh, bite. Yeah, yeah. Horse can bite you. Wow, but, horse has so many. Uh, horse is multi-classing. Horse has yeah. so many. <laughs> look, look. The horse has three moves. I have f- like four, so yeah. you know, I think I win. Plus, I'm an I'm a human, so I can use a tool. So say uh, horses are likely to get spooked. I don't know. Like I just remember, you know, there's, <laughs> just there's punk a horse. Ah, just it runs away. Horse out. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, there, there's all like those like you know, extra macho dudes online who like talk about all the animals they could beat in a fight and they're like i could beat a chimpanzee like they would rip your face off that's what they do your literal face would be removed like yeah you might be able to beat like a big a dog or a big cat just because of the way they fight if you could keep your cool about it i couldn't i don't think i could beat beat up like a a wolf but i think a ufc fighter they should be at a oh people online you mean you mean the conversation I have with my dad every time we have a fam- <laughs> we have a family dinner, and I'm like, let's let's redirect this conversation. Does your dad hey, think he you- could fight a wolf? Ah, uh, he probably thinks so. It's all about strength. It's about balance, not about strength. He's only got one. No, leg. it's about both. Yeah, yeah. He gets- doesn't have any balance. He thinks he has balance. Well, see, I think you could outsmart some animals too, just because of the way they want to fight. Um, mm-hmm. The way that a wolf wants to fight is probably the way that, like someone's family dog will jump on you. Except that's trying to kill you. And I'm like, oh, you know, you're going to try to bite me. 
And I'm just gonna just put my knee up, and you're gonna be like, I'm gonna get you, I'm gonna get you. I'm like, ah, you gotta be quicker than that, huh? <laughs> That's not really gonna happen. I'm just gonna get bit and die. Yeah, so the, um, the way the way that like <laughs> survivalists or like have always said is like, oh, if you're getting attacked by a dog, present them with your non-dominant arm, because they'll bite and latch onto that, and then you hit them with your dominant arm. So. I don't know if you ever need to sur- <laughs> yeah. But then like yeah. there's people who are like, "Oh, I could fight, you know, like a a tiger." I'm like, "You couldn't. You can't no, fight a tiger." You can't. Like, <laughs> a tiger weighs 1 ton. Yeah. Yeah. Or people who are that's like, right. "I could that's- fight a bear. I- I'm not going to run away from a bear." Did you see that the National Forest Service this week had to tell put out a a statement saying that if you are being chased by a bear that the answer is to not push down a slower friend? <laughs> Cuz people kept memeing that <laughs> online. <laughs> They're like, please, we're just trying to be responsible stewards of the government and the nature. They're like, don't push a slow friend to, to get eaten by the bear. It's like, I mean, that's really good advice for the slow friend, but what's that going to do for me? <laughs> uh, well, let, let's uh, let's keep it moving. We got we, we finished the food crabs. Let's uh, let's keep the party going. Uh, something I saw earlier this week, I believe, uh, Blumhouse might be making a Dead by Daylight movie, which is a fascinating thing to do. Because much like Fortnite, a lot of the appeal say, of that there's franchise there's a lot of crossover is, in there. Yeah, bringing in a lot of other characters. But Dead by Daylight actually has a very healthy roster of, you know, their own characters. Like, granted, some of them are not quite ripoffs, but like, oh, that guy's not Leatherface. Like, he's a guy that wears a mask and carries a big weapon, but also Leatherface is in the game and he's different. So <laughs> you could say, hey, it's, it's not that much of a ripoff. Um... So, I mean, that would be cool just to kind of see the premise of, you know, a bunch of survivors are somewhere in, like, the, the the darkness or whatever the entity needs the the bad guys to sacrifice. So, it, it's kind of nice because it's just a horror franchise without, like, a, uh, what's the word, without, like, a, a contrived reason for people to be getting out of there. You know, like, a lot mm. of the time, it's, oh, man, we shouldn't have went in that house. Like, yeah, no shit. But... In Dead by Daylight, it seems like some of these people either died and appeared here, or like got here by sus circumstances. So it's not like they made a mistake and came here, you know. Uh, it's like, like okay, they're stuck cool. there for a particular reason. Yeah, they didn't just you know like Bill from Left 4 Dead. Story. Yeah, he died and then he appeared here, so it's probably like a sort of hell purgatory kind of. Okay, it's an excuse to have characters fighting monsters over and over and over, and no one ever really dies. But I'd be willing to see that because Blumhouse supports an idea and says, here's some money. Probably not as much as you would have liked, but more than you're going to get from most people. Like, do we have to make a good movie? I don't really give a shit. I make like 50 movies a year. As long as one of them is good, we're making returns. I just think that like they should absolutely put, if not all of the like villains that they've had in Dead by Daylight, at least like references to them. Like, If you can't put Pyramid Head in it, put like his head, like put the big pyramid somewhere off in the background. <laughs> Like yeah, it's like like the Roku like uh fucking background like the the Roku city is like ah oh, I see in the distance something yeah. that alludes to Space Jam like. Yeah, they could um I would be curious to see what they do with like Ghostface because the Ghostface in Dead by Daylight is no one from the movies or the show it's just some other guy with a Ghostface mask who was like a serial killer. It's like well, I don't think that like. The Scream franchise owns that. That guy could probably show up. Because um, I don't think, yeah, the people who made Scream don't own that mask. They just have, like, the rights to use it. So it's just, like, some toy maker that made that mask. Which, 
Guess they only sell it for that now, because no one's gonna just buy a ghost face mask of like, hey, look at this little little opera screamer, you know? It's it's, it's about scream at this point. It's just a guy. He's just a yeller. He's screaming. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so that's dope. Um, moving right along. I guess this is I guess this is a games heavy episode mostly. Uh, Us doing a games heavy episode. Yeah, but you know what? Now that I say that, let's jump away from it for a second. Let's talk about the Dilbert man. The Dilbert man. Scott Adams. Scott yeah. Adams, yet another man who has just not been willing to just let let to just to secure the bag and shut up. Why why do bigots who have the bag throw the bag in the ocean? Just log off. Just get offline. Like just <laughs> just stop. If I had a million dollars, I would never be on the internet again. I mean, I'm already not really on the internet, but you know what I mean. Like, it would be yeah. even less reason to be there. Instead, he's got to be like, hey, I hate black people and also every other black minority. He, I think. And he, then I'm also personally victimized by the fact that because I hate them, black people hate me. And the fact he he was like, <laughs> he said in, in that thing that he's been fired from two past jobs because he was being racist, which is like, <laughs> hey, man. I'm starting to see a pattern. Unforced error. <laughs> like, yeah, unforced errors here, my man. <laughs> like, it's, uh, I don't condone this, but no one can stop you from being racist, right? If that's really what your heart is telling you to do, you can, in fact, keep that shit to yourself. Uh, don't be racist. That's my recommendation. Be better. Work on yeah, yourself. The... But if, if you're dead set on it, why are you telling everybody? I don't understand. Yeah. I just don't get it. Like, my man, oh. you literally, like... There are literal local newspapers are dropping this man's comic. Local newspapers need every source of income that they can get. Any reason to bring in a reader. And they're like, but not this guy. Hilarious. Well, and part of it's, you know, like his... He's been on this like this path since at least like 2014, 2015. He's always kind of been like this, but like it's He's been, been like a birther racist kind of guy. Yeah. yeah. It's just one of those Obama things. Obama really broke so many people's brains. Yeah. <laughs> it, <laughs> broke, it broke this guy's brain so much that he's like, I refuse to live in a neighborhood where a black person is. Like, that's nuts. <laughs> like, yeah. It's uh... like you have to do that on purpose these days. The real estate agents aren't doing it for you. Like, yeah. You gotta really seek it out. I I can't I can't believe like, and it's one of those things. Also, like, hey, like, additionally, you your content was kind of out of touch as it was because it's so much about like office culture, and you haven't been in an office in like ten years because you've been this Dilbert comic man forever. Yeah, you've been skating on being the Dilbert comic guy, writing about what it was like to be in an office in 1989. Yeah, like it's it's. You're not exactly gaining any traction, and then you're racist, super racist, on and xenophobic on top of it. Like, yeah, just get get just you're done, dude. Just retire. Like, it's fine. Just retire. (laughs) Like, yeah, you know, because there's also people like Jim Davis who I don't know. I don't know a single thing about Jim Davis. Jim Davis could be the best person in the world, or like the most bigoted man of all time, and we'll never know (laughs) because he's just like, hey, Garfield money. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he's Calvin and Hobbes. I was gonna say Jim Davis is very much like the he. 
he found out that he could basically make the most unfunny comic strip possible, but then just <laughs> license the shit out of it. And, like, he would make as much money as he wanted. Like, the Garfield you know license what? isn't even expensive. Respect. It's He'll give it to anybody. He just wants some money for it. Ah, uh, yes, the Yoko Taro <laughs> yeah. school of thought. Um, oh, speaking of Calvin Hobbes, Bill Watterson, apparently uh, Bill Watterson is creating some more content. Um, yeah, he's got stories, I think. some new some new stuff coming out, which is f- nice because it's like I feel like the the one of the one of the creative things that a lot that I and many people respect about Bill Watterson is that he was like, I'm good. You know what? I'm done telling Calvin and Hobbes stories. I have we have plumped this well. The I don't want it to go dry. We're going to be eth- ethical stewards of Calvin and or Hobbes. And, and it was like let this generally like a like a story well told and like well explored and mm-hmm. like I think of the of that era of comics like it kind of holds up the best like yeah Calvin and Hobbes yeah I mean it's because it was kind of thematically about something right yeah um, and the stories that happened like yeah Calvin went to school. Um, never pissed on anything. Really weird how much that happened. Um, well, that's because that's an unlicensed piece of. Oh, sorry, you were baiting that out no, of yeah. me. I see. I see. No, no, no. I was just, I was just making the joke that that's a lot of merchandise, but that, like there seemed to be that the stuff was timeless. Oh, I right? see. You were baiting that out of me. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's about growing up and disillusionment and like the ineffectiveness of government and the imagination of a child. And... I, it, yeah, like, it, it's not the age where you would have a phone or, you're, like, even if you have a computer and video games, you still might go out and play with a stick I, with um, your imaginary friend. Growing up reading Calvin and Hobbes, I, like, particularly identified with it so much because Calvin's dad, like, A, was drawn in a way that looked a lot like my dad and also had a mm-hmm. lot of the same interests as my dad of like the like going Just out like and reading like, the news reading the newspaper like going out and camping like he bought like Calvin's dad had like this whole thing with like biking and everything my dad for like 15 years of my life like as an, as a kid was just all about bicycles <laughs> like there was a point where we had like I think twenty something bikes in our house. <laughs> like oh my god, I'm not kidding. Like there were he, four of you. Yes, he his hobby was bicycles. <laughs> so like it's very much one of those things. Like you know, Calvin's dad always like spouting off some like random like trivia or like scientific like making making up things as if they're true because he wants to answer the question that Calvin asks. And I'm like, that's a thing my Uh dad just did. Like, so I was like, Oh yeah, I I feel this on a, on a real level. We are feeling relatable here. Yeah. I didn't have a stuffed tiger. I, that I thought could talk to me. I had a, I don't know. My childhood plushie was like a tails, uh, from Sonic the Hedgehog. (laughs) Man, I'm jealous. The more things change, the more they stay the same. <laughs> fucking like R- Eric out here with a fucking plushie of a cute fox-like creature with multiple orange. tails. Yeah, I think because what I still have like a whole shelf of fox plushies. Of vulpices. Vul- yeah. Vulpices uh, yeah. at all. It's vulpus vulpus. <laughs> Oh, like I was just, I was just like saying, ooh, at the just the like going from the, the vulpix mouth. to vulpices was like oh, that sounds weird, and then I thought about I'm like, oh, that also sounds weird a second way. <laughs> I don't like this at all. 
Um, but very fun. It's like that girl who's 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 Garfield plushie, like, like collapsing on itself from all the affection. Yeah, I posted it on Instagram today. It's so cute. Just like the being perceived and loved changes you in good ways sometimes. Also, it was weird to see that though again come up this year because I'm pretty sure that's like a six year old post or something. It's it seemed old. Oh yeah. Glad to see something nice coming up again. I don't. I don't. It's a. It's just that. It was, weird, I mean, like, it was a Tumblr post move. based on. It was like a screenshots of a Tumblr post that were on Twitter and then on Instagram. I, I mean, think so. Like content on the internet has been so recycled at this point that like occasionally you'll see a post where you're like, I saw this on Newgrounds in 2001. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, it's just like. It was just like when, you know how like in Pokemon, like Ash recently won the world championship or whatever, and everyone was mm-hmm. like, "Oh man, my boy finally got got the respect he deserves." I'm like, "Didn't we have this conversation last year? Like, didn't he finally beat some Elite Four? And yes, just everyone like he... forgot. Like Ash has been getting respect. It's just that well, y'all forgot he beat the Elite Four for the first time, which allowed him to then challenge the championship, which is challenging all of the elites of the Elite Fours and all yeah, the different regions. That's not something we got to do. No, that was just made up stuff. It's just that's some just... made up bullshit. <laughs> like... yeah, you, I, being the world champion, that, like, I didn't know that was a thing that you could do. Right? That's... Well, because the games have never like, let us. Because they've all been beat some kids. They've all been like <laughs> one or two areas, so you can never do that in the games. <laughs> You get to see all the worlds. What we need is some sort of like meta universe from uh, from Game Freak that lets us tie our you know your results in each game together so that you can just a good Pokemon MMO. Know. Like, how about that? Like, we've been asking for that for so long, and they'll um, never do it. They can't say, do the, it. The they problem they... is because you said you wanted a good one. Yes, <laughs> I don't think that I don't. I'm a, I'm a challenge club. I don't think they can make a bad one that like that worked. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't think they can make one at all? I don't think it would... I mean, no, I don't. Seeing as, like, how jank Scarlet and Violet were... That's fair. It makes me question, like, what capabilities do they have? And people are like, oh, the Switch is bad, the Switch is bad. Yeah, but you knew that. You didn't have to make it for another system. It was going to be a Switch game. It's not like... Yeah, we're developing for PS5. Actually, it's for the Wii U. Like, no. Right, I don't <laughs> think that... what you were putting for. I think what I understand is that, like, I don't think that they could make one, even if they were, like, being given, like, the top-end, top-tier PC to, like, and say, like, this is your target. Yeah, I like, also don't think they could. No. Just, I, I've been let down before. Um, but if you want an MMO of Pokemon, there is Temtem from Humble. That is a game that's kind of like that. <laughs> yeah. And people like it. There's people playing it usually, it seems like. So that's there's also, people do be playing. There's also, like, plenty of fan-made Pokemon MMOs that exist that, like, have various degrees of functionality, so. Well, that's a little bit more, like, uh, tricky with, like, legality and stuff, right? I mean, yeah, they're straight up not legal. It's not tricky, okay. it's that they're, they're illegal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that now. Yeah, the, I mean, like, there's, there, like, Pokemon like games are like a dime a dozen like there's nexomon which is like you know the the one with the guns no that's the that's okay the, say, which one's the one that has the guns yeah that's pal oh yeah pal land no nexomon's the one where it's like there's like edginess to it that suggests it's like a 2010 era knockoff of pokemon um it's like what if they, what if Pokemon let Ash say fuck like that's what nexomon truly is. really like is it like <laughs> 
It's just a, but it's a Switch game. Yeah, it's on Switch. It's on Xbox. It was like originally, I think the first one was like a phone game. I don't know. I played a bunch of it. This when... one's E10, so he might be saying heck. Yeah, so I mean, either fuck. way, like they have a lot more attitude to them than like is, is what I'm trying to say. Like, I don't think that they actually say fuck. I think they, I know that they say hell and shit. I think, but yeah, <laughs> you know. yeah looking at this art, I paste it in the chat. Like, it is a little bit more. There's a little bit more attitude. You know. Yeah, it's. Oh yeah, it's got a little bit of a. They're not. It's not a bad character game. to it. Like, if you're a person who really likes Pokemon and wants like. A, wants to do murders yeah and once like a like a kind of like just a knockoff version of that like nexomon's fine <laughs> like well i'm looking forward to uh cassette beasts coming out uh it's an indie game i think i played the demo of it uh back during one of the steam demo bashes uh i guess this comes out like may 11th that can't be right that's that has to be wrong um but it's a cool looking game that's coming out this year it's kind of pokemon-y it seems like you can uh, just like through cassette remix technology, you can mix and match your monsters. So like those PokeFusion websites, but like as a mechanic. Yeah, I think I saw stuff uh, about that game too. It looks really interesting. Uh, yeah, I pl- yeah. like I said, I played the demo. It was okay. Um, demos are hard because like how deep do I want to get into this if my progress isn't going to save and this isn't going to be the end of it anyway. But uh, it's neat. Give it more indie respect, right? Uh, DJ well, Max hey. respect. What? I said indie DJ Max respect. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Uh speaking of uh indie games, stuff, vampire survivors. Talk about it. Yeah. So I uh the thing about vampire survivors is that uh it's really fun to play on my phone and I've been playing so much of it that I actually unlocked all 145 like base game unlocks. There are a couple characters I haven't unlocked yet because I haven't figured out quite the right combo of power ups to kill the the Reaper, um, among other things. I but, will, um, do you want a hint of like an easy way to do it? I know that I know that having the clock lancet and the laurels yeah. help because then you get the 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 half uh what call the half health thing. Yeah, it's... yeah, the half health thing, the infinite corridor. Yeah, uh, or even if you don't upgrade the clock lancet, just so like that you can freeze him makes it real easy. You, like keep him in the frozen parts. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, it's a good game. So, been working on that, but uh, is the but DLC yeah, available having... on phones? The like the like ninja DLC or whatever M- moon is spell? not okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, when I was looking at the wiki, like trying to, because fi- I was after a while of like trying to figure out what fucking power up went with what uh weapon, I was like, the internet's gonna tell me how to do this. They sure do. Um, and I was like, I don't know what any of these nice little fancy things are. What I need, I need to know. But I did get the 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 person who is also a meatball. <laughs> yes, I do like them. <laughs> I think they're supposed to be akin to like Legion. Like the uh-huh. like in Castlevania, the depictions of Legion are usually like, "What if just a whole bunch of bodies in a ball?" Uh, yeah, it looks like Meatwad with like an anime person. girl popping yeah. out of it, but uh. <laughs> that is that is an <laughs> apt description. Um, well, once you finally finish uh, Vampire Survivors, I mean, you've got a laptop; it'll probably run Hollow Cure. You can play the Hollow Live version of Vampire Survivors. Play the Hollow Cure one, and then I can finally get back to playing Code Four, yeah. <laughs> which I started three weeks ago, and then put back down. Yeah, well, I get it. It can be hard to get into, you know, role playing games and stuff. <laughs> uh, it's very easy to play a Vampire Survivors like game. Uh, yeah, 
I already nice brisk. I already beat everything in the Hollow Cure update, the real big one that I was talking about a few weeks ago. Um, How'd you like it? It's good. They're like that. The people who are making that again, I need to remind you for free, like literally yeah. making mm-hmm. nothing off of this are doing just a freaking fantastic job of it. Like they're very good at portraying the like, I would say characters because like they are characters like the VTuber avatars are characters, but like yeah. they're real legit uh-huh. people behind them who have like, you know, history and they're good at like put, putting like homages to that in the game. It's really cool. So it's, I don't know. Nice. It's hard to like. It's hard to sell it to people who are like, "I'm not a hot life." I'm like, "Ah, but it's cute, and you should play it." Like, it's cute, and it's just the it's just the mechanic you like. Yeah, already. it's just that game. Like it is like literally, they were like, "Oh, we like vampire survivors. Let's make that, but with hollow life." Solid. Yeah. Solid. 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 Um, other games that got played this week. Like I said, I've just been playing Overwatch, um, playing ranked with my friends, which is nice because. Having two people communicating seems to drastically improve your ability to win <laughs> because so much of that game is just a mind game, which I understand if people don't dedicate all their time to learning a video game. That's a good use of your time to not do that. But uh, sometimes to be good at something, you have to put the effort in, right? And just being able to say, hey, man, relax for a second can get you very far. So that's been fun. And I finished uh, Hi-Fi Rush either this past weekend or nice. the weekend before. I can't remember or during the week, but... Really solid game. Went back and doing some of the uh, post-game stuff, which is just, hey, remember how there was a weird door in all the levels that you couldn't go into? Well, now you can. Go do a weird challenge. Surprise, have a door. Yeah, there was one that was don't touch the floor challenge, like beat these enemies um, in the time limit, and you lose time every time you touch the floor. So it's like, you have three seconds, but it doesn't tick when you're in the air. And it wasn't the the hardest thing, but it did take like a try or two, and all these different ones. I'm like, oh, there's some fun stuff here, and then like a, a battle tower where it's you have 30 seconds, and every time you do cool stuff, it adds some time to it, and you have to see how far you can go. And then more difficulties, and they added a photo mode, but uh, it's pretty cool. And there's potential lesbians in it, so I hope they make a sequel, because... Uh, Love a potential lesbian. Yeah. they. Uh, everyone in the fandom seems to be pretty thirsty for Corsica. She's, I think, Scottish. Um, giant red hair lady. So people are like, yo, love it, love a giant red hair lady. Well, not giant, just, you know, taller than most of the people on the team. Um, and Big lady do big steppy. People, <laughs> people do like that. Um, and your fight with her is just a uh, deflection battle. Like, you do your best to, like, uh, just you just dodge her it. attacks and bounce them back. Yeah, like, it's like a, the mechanics are different. Um, and the last thing you have to do to get an S rank in that stage is... We, <laughs> You, like, deflect her attack, and it flings her in the air. You have to, like, stave dive catcher, and if you miss mm-hmm. it, like, your team laughs at you, and you fail that part of the mission. <laughs> um, but it's good. You can it's, fail it's by cool. being embarrassing. Yeah, the, 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 the thing is, you deranked from cringe is the reason you would not get an S in that <laughs> stage. Uh, I saw some people asking online, like, why Brutal is mechanic. Enough- Brutal mechanic. Uh, someone said, "Why isn't there a lot of fan art or appreciation for Macaron, like the uh, the black dude on your team? Like he's just like a big, big, lovable teddy bear of a man who just wants good things for you. How come the fandom doesn't talk about this guy?" It was like because he's black. Like, have, is this the first time you've been in a fandom? Like, video <laughs> oh, game fans are racist. Time, like, like... <laughs> it's it's pretty obvious why no one is saying anything about this guy if you've been around the block. Sadly, but lovable game, lovable game. 
Yeah, oh, it's. God. I mean, also like, sm- how big is the fandom? I mean, like, there's a I good bit of this. fan art of Chai and. Okay. Of no. Yeah. I'm not. Not. They... Not to like be defensive no. of racists online, no, but I also small. like. It's, it's like. It's small. Like it's not a big fandom, but it was one it's of those. It's not games like a where's like, the Sam Wilson fan art kind of situation. It's but... not that. Yeah. It is really. Hey, there seems to be fan art. Why is there just a conspicuous hole in the Lack fan art of, of this one character? Yeah. Um. But it was, like, one of the highest played games on Twitch for, like, a day when Bethesda just, like, stealth dropped it. Because everyone's like, wait, hold on. And you gotta remember, people were coming down off the, uh, yo, fuck Forspoken hype. So people were like, yeah. man, this game that didn't get promoted sold more than Forspoken. I'm like, I mean, we could talk about why that is. I watched some other guy play it, and he's a very cynical person. And his whole chat was like, this dialogue is so cringe. And I'm like, it is. Um, and you guys are cynical people, so I get it. But a lot of the internet was Forspoken, bad. Hi-Fi Rush, good. I'm like, it's a little cringy, right? Like, this is just, like, Saturday morning level, like, writing, which is fine. I love that shit, but how come the rest of y'all like this shit? Is it just because Chai is a couple shades lighter than, uh... (laughs) Than the brown lady in Forspoken? I mean, it reminds me, I still need to pick up Forspoken. It's a game that I actually do still want to try to play. Hey, the friend we have that played it said she liked it, so... Yeah, um, I think it looked, it looked fine. Like, it was one of those, like... A game that I want to play, but was not, like, rushing out of my house to make sure I yeah, could get it. Yeah, I want to give it a shot. It's I don't play a ton of games, so my lack of a purchase had nothing to do with the quality of the game. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, so there's that. Um, this this has been, I was gonna say, this has been my biggest couple ga- weeks of games. Is yeah, you're playing what? Like a I'm, Dragonetian, right? I'm playing Like a Dragonetian and Octopath Traveler 2. Um, started Metroid Prime Remaster, and I started Wo Long Fallen Dynasty. <laughs> it's been a big week for games. Um, but mostly it's I've been. Yeah, it's mostly been uh, Octopath Traveler Two is my like I'm gonna lay down and go to go to bed game. Um, because nothing like a wordy RPG to like really just get me ready to fall asleep. And I'm not saying that like a bad pull thing. You to- I love oh, it. Oh no. It's just like it's one of those things where it's like it's a comfort game for me. It's like I can I can play that style of game and then be like, "All right, I think I'm tired now." <laughs> yeah. It's good to have like a like a like a slow down kind of game, like a game where you're not like stressed playing it because you're like, "Oh, these care like yeah. I can't beat this boss or whatever the fuck." It's just like, "No, I'm having uh, this is meditative. This is and, a, ple- a lovely little time. And I think turn-based RPGs are really good for that because you, uh, it's you can all pause like, at any point. You can pause at any point. It's all like for planning. Like, you know, in, in combat, you're like, oh, I just have to choose what move I want to do. Like, that's that's how it works. Um, and I, I love the art style in that game. The first one um, was probably a bit weak story-wise. And I will say, like, the second one hasn't really been all that much better like it's they've tried at least a little bit to make the characters i feel like at least interact a little bit more like there's like side stories where like if you have completed chapter two of two different characters things they'll have a a chapter where they go and do something together because the whole point Mm -hmm. of octopath travelers it's eight different characters that have individual stories and kind of are like solving those on their own like just within the party or whatever so like having them interact and do stuff is actually a little bit different um and it's like the game itself is mechanically different enough from the first one that it's like oh this is a new game like it's not just like oh you made more of the first game so 
that's good. Um, but I am more willing to rave about Like a Dragon Ishin, which is a remake of a game of the same name that came out only in Japan, I think, for the PS2. Um, it's in the Yakuza series of games, which I think we've talked about in the past, has now been renamed to Like a Dragon. Uh, yeah. Which is what it was in Japan, anyways. Um, yeah, we just kind of... I wonder why it got localized, if it even needed to. So I think they probably did it because calling a game like a dragon is kind of like a weird thing if it's just like a thing that's going to come out in America with no other context. When like, it's like, okay. oh, like a dragon, you're like, I'm going to play a fantasy game. And it's like, nope, you're a mobster. Yeah, sure, so like the yeah. one thing that like American audiences might know that does happen in those games is you're a Yakuza member. So True. like... <laughs> it's easier for them to just name it Yakuza and get that kind of name recognition. But, like, at the same time, like, after all this time, like, Yakuza is still, like, an active and, like, harmful organization. <laughs> like, Yeah, they, they're real. So, like, maybe naming a game series that isn't the best thing to do. Like, we shouldn't be, like, you know, glorious. Like Mob, the game. Yeah, we, we got Grand Theft Auto. We know, have Grand Theft Auto. I mean, we have games called Mafia. Like That's true. Yeah, we do just have the Mafia franchise. Yeah, which, like, that's not good either, but what are you going to call that? Like, like an Italian? Like, I don't know. Like, what are you going to do? Like... <laughs> Ah, uh, yes, I, I'm going to go home and play some of the Mafia Italian four, guys. like a yeah. Sicilian. Like a Sicilian, yeah. Or, or, you know, like... Oh, gosh. Spaghetti Rising, like, I don't know. <laughs> Stop! The Italiophobia is too <laughs> no, strong. No, yeah, no. Chris it's... Pratt's going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um... Like, so I understand why they renamed it. Uh, sure. And, like, this one, it makes sense, too, because, like, you're not a Yakuza member. Like, you're... Actually, like, pretty man, strongly. I'm not even in the Yakuza. Yeah, like a the Yakuza didn't exist because this is set in the past in like the 1860s. Is that when the? But also, thereabouts. Like, okay. 60s, 70s. Yeah. Um. They were using leftover Civil War rifles, so late yes. 1860s at least. Yeah. Uh. They. Yeah. This is a like. The period that it's set in, I thought that I had no 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 prior knowledge of, but then as I started to play it, I was like, huh. This is all sounding very familiar. <laughs> Where have I heard of the Shinsen uh, uh, Gami? Is that or Gami? The Shinsen, the Shinsen Gumi. Gumi, yes, yeah, Shinsen Gumi. Where have I heard of that before? Like, where have I heard of the Bakufu? Like, where have I heard of this? And it's like, oh yeah, Steph did a presentation about this two years ago. <laughs> it was one of my PowerPoint presentations of the past. Was about how the Shinsen Gumi are just Confederate cops, and no one's uh, willing to talk about it. But literally, they were the uh, like reactionaries during a civil war. Yes. Like, there's more to it than that, but they were the reactionaries during they're, the civil war. They're and the they are just police. as, like, lost like, cause. Yeah, they're, they're the secret like, police, glorified. like, trying to uphold, like, a kind of, like, I want to say, I mean, backwards is probably the best way of putting it, like, worldview. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, and it's, like, the closest thing, I guess, like, that the time period had to, like, a Yakuza organization you could just join. So, like, I think <laughs> that's why they had to use them. <laughs> um. So it's it's a really interesting game. Like the the time period is pretty unique as far as like uh, being presented yes. in a video game. Um, Actually, some of the Shinsengumi, but among other things, Peacemaker Kuragane anime is about the Shinsengumi. Um, there are Shinsengumi characters in Roroni Kenshin. There are Shinsengumi, uh, 
visual novels. There are Shinsengumi reverse harem anime. It's like the fact that there are so many like uh, Civil War um, reenactors in America. Like it's yeah. It's just it's not portrayed in video games all that often, especially not yeah, in a like, way. To like be this. clear, they did not have chattel slavery in japan but it was like still a reactionary force versus a modernizing force with complications because part of the modernizing force was white colonialism yeah which is being represented in the game as well like there are actual like white colonialists like they talk about the black ships uh like coming and changing everything um it's like generally a pretty interesting and like I don't want to say perfectly factually accurate representation, but like they're doing a decent job of it. And one of the new features, and I, I, I guess I can't say it's not been in previous games in the series, but if you pause during a cutscene where someone's talking or even just like a dialogue where there's like a, uh, a Japanese historical word, w- like with a historical like connotation, if you pause, it'll bring up the definition and give you some information about like what that means, which is pretty I mean. cool. Yeah. So like, yeah. That's a nice little, like, immersive moment. Yeah, because otherwise a lot of the stuff probably wouldn't make sense if you didn't know anything about the time period. You'd be like, what the hell are these people talking about? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's it's been really cool. And, like, it's it's definitely, like, you know, it's, it's a spinoff in that, like, all of the characters that appear in it have the appearances of characters from the other Yakuza games. Like, Mm -hmm. the main character is just straight up Kiryu. Like, it's just him, but a samurai. (laughs) These are the ones that have Majima in them, right? Is Majima there? Yes, Majima is there. He is part of the Shinsengumi. Like, he fights you. (laughs) Iconic. (laughs) He's there. He has his eye patch. He has the exact same demeanor as Majima in the other games. Like, it's literally like... We stand a fashionable king. Yeah, it's... Well, in this one, instead (laughs) of having, like, a snakeskin jacket, his, uh... It's just Hayori. snakes. He's just covered in snakes. No, his hair is covered in blood. So it's like blue. It's the blue sky blue, but with like blood stains all over it. Blood on it. Yeah. Jeez. Um, oh, Majima. Yeah. But like all of the characters are exactly the same. Like it's very funny when you're like, oh, I'm going to go interact with this character. Wait, who is who is this is the detective from, from Yakuza 0 or Yakuza Wait, Kiwami 1. Like, Is this Sajima? Like, no. Yeah. So I was watching my buddy play Yakuza 0 today. And I'm like, oh, that guy's name is Lee. I thought that was Sajima. Maybe that hasn't happened in the story yet. So I go look on a wiki. It's like, no, these guys aren't related at all. They just have the same jacket. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, yeah, I guess two humans could buy the same jacket. Could theoretically own the same piece of clothing. Yeah. But it doesn't come off like... That is a weird like... decision in a video game character design perspective like with so much stuff that's in there it's not like like i respect people reusing their assets save yourself some time but it doesn't seem like that's what happened it's like no this is just the same jacket that we (laughs) re-rendered just make it a different color sell in some different hex codes my guy same color but it's it's clearly not a reused asset it's just the same jacket but again uh but yeah this uh kind of reminds me of and i'm wondering if pokemon got this idea from mission with the Pokemon Arceus stuff, where it's like, hey, a lot of these people are... It's like, is that Cynthia? No, that's his great-great-great-grandma. Right. <laughs> like, I think that this is supposed... Like, I don't think they're supposed to be related in any way. Like, I think it is literally just they were like, we're just going to use, like, character <laughs> models that are familiar to people so that, like, they can understand, like, the context in which this game is being presented. Um, do people have their mannerisms still, at least? Yes. Like, yes. Okay. <laughs> Um, that is kind of a fun, like, that's like when you watch, like, almost like 
uh, like an Animaniacs skit or something. It's like you're playing a character in the past, but you're bringing your personality to that right and character it's, in a way that's kind of like winking at the. It's definitely viewer. a thing that we don't see a whole lot in video games, like because it's very expensive to make a new video game, and if you're going to do a spinoff like this, like you would have to be within an established franchise that has enough recognition that you could pull this off. So like it's or like it's, a Muppet. Yes, like a yeah, like yeah. Muppet Treasure Muppet Island, Island, like Muppet Christmas Carol, Carol. Like yes, this is very much like that, but being applied to Japanese historical period. Uh, you know, I think the Mario games we always joke about it, but I think they kind of inherently do this because Mario is like that versatile mascot. Yeah, because like in the game, the main games, Bowser is clearly a bad guy, uh, unless sometimes someone usurps him, like in the Mario RPGs. But then in Mario Party, he's clearly still antagonizing Mario, but he's not trying to kill anybody or still... He's just trying like to make Pete. his parties worse. Yeah. Um, but then in Mario Kart, he just is also there. Like, he's not antagonizing Mario or even in tennis. He's just also participating. Um, yeah, you know, VeggieTales is also like that. <laughs> <laughs> just going to um, keep thinking of uh, well, things that have a meta, a meta framework. To, uh... That's funny. <laughs> To kind I want to like, play VeggieTales Cart and VeggieTales Party. You, pro- I mean, look, like if if look, if you give it to me, I will play the fuck out of it. Yeah, I, uh, I guess. For- um, Phil Vischer has a better stance on trans rights than Harry Potter. That is true. Um, I mean, you know what? Sometimes these things happen. Well, anyways, I will say that this this like this like a dragon game does a really good job of doing the same thing that most Yakuza games or most of the series has done. Where it's uh, mm-hmm. they create a very good locale for you to walk around. Like it feels very cool to walk around the streets and like see all of the open shops and go to the different restaurants and see the food, and like that's a thing that all of the like a dragon series has done really well. Uh, is like making you feel like you are there. Um, and Dom, I think you can probably attest to that with having played Yakuza Seven like a dragon. <laughs> that's the one that I'm like, how are they gonna deal with that? Because that game is called Yakuza Like a Dragon. Yeah. So like, what's it called in Japan? It's called Like a Dragon Yakuza. Actually, no, yeah. just, <laughs> just reverse like, it. You you could you experience playing that game like feel, like walking around the city in that game. Like it just feels really good. Like yeah. it's like you're, it has a very big sense of place. Yes, that's not only has Don experienced that game, he's cosplayed that game. Oh, that's true. Um, good old Kasuga. There's a really good fishing mini game in Ishin. Uh, Hell yeah! Sega loves themselves a fishing mini game. The fish look amazing. <laughs> Sega, Sega loves putting a fishing mini game into all kinds of. They really love rendering fish. They do. They really do. Why are there realistic looking fish in Sonic Frontiers? <laughs> you know, like who knows? But like, there's you know, there's even like a little like a. Uh, almost like harvest moon part of this game where you get like a house and you plant a garden and you cook like it's it's there's really a, a little bit of something for everyone in there there's you know rhythm uh, rhythm mini games so you can go of and course sing. it's a yakuza game you got to sing something at a yeah, music house it's not called i was gonna say it's not called karaoke because that word didn't exist <laughs> so it was called it's uh, just being like a bar it was called a singing bar like... no they call yeah. it a singing bar uh that's right yeah amazing. We, we talked about this the other day yeah 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 and you can sing the the big hits from all the like a dragon games uh bakamitai is in there <laughs> so uh it's it's good it's a really good game i'm like i'm happy that they decided to update it and port it to america and other languages cuz it's good. <laughs> it seems like good shit. Yeah. yeah. They make so, good games. 
that series uh, still good. I hope they make more. I mean, they're gonna because they also now have like the Judgment spinoff as well. Like the well, eight's confirmed. You mean more Ishin or more like a dragon? I hope they make more like a dragon. I hope they make more Ishin. It'd be really cool okay. to see them continue this series. I also hope they continue to make Judgment because Judgment's also another good. Are series. Are these all three separate series? Yes, and they all take place is, is in the same. Like a dragon, Ishin is a crossover. Like a dragon, Ishin is a like a spinoff of the Like a Dragon series, aka Yakuza. Judgment uh-huh. was also a spinoff of Yakuza that t- that starts taking place at okay. around the time of Yakuza Six. So, like, because like their stuff. So it's like Torchwood and Sarah Jane Adventures having a crossover or something. Yeah, like... kind of. Judgment is more about y- you're not you're. A, you're a cop, <laughs> like for lack of a better term. You're you're <laughs> for lack of a better. <laughs> you're actually a, a private investigator slash. You were used to be a lawyer, <laughs> like, but you solve you solve your cases by going around and beating people up. So okay, uh, so you're a cop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which normally that'd be police brutality, but in the uh, in the Yakuza franchise, that's just how you solve problems. Yeah, that's just how problems get solved in that that franchise. Is you go around and you beat people up, and then you like found a construction company or something. Like, <laughs> well, that's classic mob shit. Is founding a construction. That company. is that you, is true. <laughs> you climb a tower and you take your shirt off and you fight a guy. <laughs> he also took his shirt off. Yeah. There, there's a lot of weird stuff that happens in that series, which is why it's so good. Maybe sometimes you stumble upon a adult adult baby diaper fetish bar like <laughs> wait which one's that in i think it's in multiple like it's also in. <laughs> oh like, my god that's I telling on it... the cat that's telling on the devs at some point it actually it probably is just the same building then because they like doing stuff like that they do they they do love to like make callbacks to that kind of thing oh, yeah there's a lot of fetish stuff in the, the like a dragon franchise because those people exist like yeah there's a that's there's true. one guy you have to help with a mission his name's mr masochist um, and he went to like an SM bar, SNM bar so much that he doesn't feel pain anymore. Like, uh, I forget what all the mission entails, but he's trying to get back into, uh, feeling, he's like, I just want to feel something again. And I think you have like some bad guys fight you and you use him as a shield and eventually he gets so far and he's like, Oh, that actually hurt. This is great. And you have to help this lady who doesn't feel like she could be a dominatrix anymore. So you like help her get her spirit back up and the stories like come back together and you get Mr. Masochist as a summon, and he'll come jump in and take damage for you. <laughs> yeah, there's, like... Oh my gosh, The amazing. thing is, is like, they also, they also do it, like, completely, like... I don't want to say completely, like, non-judgmentally, but, like, the, the character that you are playing almost always come, comes out of it being, like, well, so it just takes well, all sorts of people. Like, like they just always kind of yeah, walk like, out of it. They're, like, he's, like, I guess some people are just into that. <laughs> like... It's uh, but it, it's very funny to see all these different things, and you have a guy who's like, "Hey, man, I'm not here to judge. I just really want to beat up like my old brother. Like that. This is a pit stop on my many travels. Yeah. And then sometimes you fight a tiger. Um. Yep. And sometimes uh, you fight Kiryu a person called the tiger. tiger. Oh yeah, Kiryu could no. fight a tiger. <laughs> oh, just the, use the dragon drop. He doesn't take any damage. Yeah. Uh, the biggest difference in Ishin is that it's not all like hand-to-hand combat like you have multiple fighting styles like most of the different games but this one mm-hmm. the fighting styles are uh barehanded you have a katana and then you have a gun and then you have a katana and a gun <laughs> your fighting styles. oh yes <laughs> it's so funny to use a gun in those games like you just unload on a guy who does like 20 damage this then one you punch him in the face it does like 300 <laughs> this one it's crazy because he clearly has a revolver 
And in the Wild Dancer, that's the name of the, the style that uses both katana and gun, one of your combos ends with him spinning in a circle and firing, I shit you not, like 30 shots from a revolver. <laughs> <laughs> the game, because it's it's because it's like ridiculous, doesn't need to address that at all. Doesn't need like... to address this. That's, that's amazing. I, I love this stuff, man. Um, so I hope to see more from the franchise. I mean, I know they're working on 8, and yeah. both Kiryu and Kasuga should be in it, so dope. Yeah. Uh, more stuff coming out. I guess Elden Ring's getting some DLC. Who would have um, thought? <laughs> yeah, I think it's called uh, Shadow of the Erd Tree. Yep. It's in development. Uh, no confirmed date, but you know, from Soft is working on it. And you know what? I, I, Elden Ring doesn't ever really call to me too much. I considered buying it, but it's for other people, and I'm happy that they're happy. I'd hope the DLCs is as good as the rest of the game, which. Seeing all the games they've come out with, I doubt they would just decide to drop the ball now. No, they've always done pretty <laughs> decent DLC in like the Dark Souls games and Bloodborne and stuff. Um, and we have a mutual friend who will be very excited to know that there is going oh, to yeah. be <laughs> more, more content, more content for them. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to have more Elden Ring, though I'm more excited for them to you know continue working on armored uh, armored <laughs> core, whatever they're calling it. <laughs> Uh, hey, it's just just funding their passion projects, whatever they're calling yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be mech souls. That's what I want. Let me build That's my mech and then go get it killed by a big lady who stops on stomps on me or something. I don't know. Like, yeah, somebody who doesn't really play the souls. Uh, games, the odds are always souls. good that there's going to be a big lady who stomps on you yep. these days. What were you saying, Tom? I, I, I don't play the Souls games, but I want every type of Souls game to exist that reasonably makes sense. And if FromSoft doesn't want to make it, somebody else can. You know, so, mech, mech Souls, Alien Souls. One that uh, I want to see in, like, Little, little Guy Souls. Konami recently was talking about how they're they're going to have an announcement about uh, a, a big new title in the Castlevania series. Talk about a game that would be perfect for a Souls-like, like Castlevania. Castle Souls. Castlevania, where the final boss is just Dracula. Soulsvania. Like... The final boss is just Dracula. Like, what if it's just Castlevania 1, but in a Souls-style game? Like, you still you gotta fight Frankenstein. Some of those little <laughs> annoying flea men are still, like, tough monsters. Like, you're gonna go into a room and there's gonna be two mummies that go in and out of, in and out of a casket. Well, you made a mistake. Dracula's Inside you, a... there are two mummies. <laughs> if only. Uh, you messed up, Eric. The final boss wouldn't be Dracula. The final boss would just be a pachinko machine, because that's all yes. Konami wants to yeah. work on anymore. I, that would Chico be so, like they, they would have to like i feel like if konami wants to get back in people's good graces like if they do put out a new castlevania game even if it's this castlevania souls or not there has to be like a side thing where like you run into like a pachinko machine and like the cut the character has to make a comment of it or like something like you know and it breaks a skateboard yeah like uh or just even looks at it and was like huh i wonder what this is like <laughs> yeah you have to reference it yeah. what's this doing here and uh, the last thing we have, I don't think there's, because we don't want to get into any big discussion topics today. Uh, it got announced, I think, today. They're making a new uh, Dragon Ball Z uh, Budokai Tenkaichi game. I don't, people aren't sure if it's just going to be a remaster of the old one with added new forms in it or an actual new game. Uh, I, it's interesting to think that you would make that game in current year, considering how popular Dragon Ball Fighters is. But on the one hand, that game probably doesn't make as much money as it used to since people have it. And Tenkaichi's sort of arena fighter, so it's all um, yeah. I was gonna say it's people. a much more friendly, like a, a more like new uh, player. Yeah, you can game to goof play. around with it more. 
Yeah, so uh, to those who don't know, arena fighters. Um, so if you think of a typical fighting game like your Mortal Kombat or Street Fighters where just two dudes look at each other and punch each other and throw fireballs, um, there are also games that use the third dimension so you can sidestep into the foreground or background a little bit to get different angles. Um, mm. And then the uh, my nemesis is the anime arena fighter. So instead of a 2D fighter, you can also like fly around in all 360 degrees into the foreground and background, of course, but also there tends to be some level of longer range combat too. Um, people will run around, you know, uh, to really utilize like Naruto's skill set. Um, it's the most commonly made. It's it's the most commonly made made like anime game, like, like skinned anime game. Yes, like, like there's like a we're one just putting in your bleach skins here. Yes, there's a yep. One Piece version. There's a Demon Slayer version. There's Naruto there's ones. A, like there's My Hero Academia. Yeah, like and every it and it, makes sense, but they're never as like they are. They, they've they've hit a weird zone where no one ever holds onto them for a really long time because they're too casual and floaty and imbalanced for the hardcore crowd. And the casual crowd will play it, but it's not competitive enough for them to keep playing it over, unless it's Budokai Tenkaichi, because people love Dragon Ball. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, I sold my copy of Budokai Tenkaichi 3 last year for $120, so... Jesus. For what, like PS2? Yeah, on PS2. <laughs> yeah. They were cool games. I liked I liked them. It's, I would have I kept it, except it, it was worth that much money. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think the thing that makes it work for Dragon Ball Z is that we see the characters flying the way they do in 360 degrees, like in a yeah. full sphere. Um, so when I think of, I mean, I guess most anime have that, but even in Hero Academia, most people can't fly. They can jump pretty far and stay in the air for a while. But like even the characters that can say airborne like Bakugo in Todoroki, they're not just like floating in the air. They have to propel they have forward. To, yeah, they're doing something to right. stay there. Yeah, so, like, yeah, I mean, if I can run around 360 on the floor, that's fine, but this whole area up here, we need, but not always. I don't know, something about it just doesn't feel like I can sink my teeth into it. I prefer a platform fighter like Smash Bros., but hey, that's just me, that's just me. Oh, that'd be really cool. Uh, I know not everyone likes those. I would prefer a uh, I think Muso that's the best game. way to get anime characters in, because, like... Well, Muso. Okay, I mean, look, I, I'm still okay, trying to get a Sonic. Okay, we're gonna have whatever Muso. we want. Yeah, I, I, I'm still trying to get that Sonic <laughs> Muso game with the child garden on the side, like just running through hundreds of Eggman mechs, like the beginning of Sonic Unleashed. Be so good. There's so many. I mean, characters. I just want just, just, just like, it, I, oh. I want that just, but as Goku, Hyrule Warriors was so good. It was. Yeah. I just want that as Goku plowing through Cybermen, like <laughs> you know, like. It, well, it makes sense, too, because, you know, and then Freeze would have his armies of minions, you know, and you could even do historical ones where there's just, like, armies of Saiyans or random aliens and whatnot. Red Ribbon ro- could, Army robots, work, you know, like. Yeah, a lot of beep-boop robots to go with the androids as bosses. Yeah. You could go, like, the regular Musou route, kind of more towards Hyrule Warriors, or even just Persona 5 Strikers, which had Musou elements. I was disappointed there... in what we got, but the game was amazing and I loved it. It's just not what I thought it was going to be. I'm like, oh, this also is good. I just thought I was oh, getting. This is also good. Yeah, I thought I was getting dark chocolate, but this is milk chocolate. It's still delicious chocolate. Just was not. I, I thought it was something else. But what were you saying? Are there Musou elements to Vampire Survivors, which I'm playing at this time? Since you are kind of just you can make that claim. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> hundreds of hun- thousands of. Uh, yeah, you can make that claim. Like a Musou game per level, like a Musou game. Like I would more define as having I think that's like just what they're called, right? Yeah. I, I would also define it more as having like the uh like a Muso game has like a combo system. Muso game in it. and a Warriors game are the same thing, yes. right? 
Yeah. yeah, I believe is Musa just the name of them in Japan, and they called them warriors when they came over here. Yes. Or... Okay, so it's like a it's like the Yakuza like a dragon thing. Yeah, I believe so. I, I think, or, or it's just like a, okay. a short name for the the genre. But either way, I, I think that they a Musou game has more like combos in it. Like it's like a fighting game, and it's like you know you press X three times and then square, and then it does a big attack or whatever. Okay. Um, like, but I I do think that Vampire Survivors definitely draws on that in some certain ways. Um. But we all know that a vampire vampire survivors is uh, yeah. the first of the ass genre of games. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm gonna say yeah. Well, the I think, yeah, means they... Escalia School of Law. No, it's the uh, auto shooter <laughs> survival game. <laughs> yes. No, I think um, they they scratch the same itch as a good Musa game does. Yeah. Uh, from what I could tell, it's just like I'm blowing through hundreds of people, and uh, some people will claim the franchise is button mashy, and it certainly can be but you can also do more interesting combos if you want to. Mm-hmm. But whether you're just mashing A as much as possible or trying to do all the combos, the joy is that, wow, I just blew through like 150 like monsters as one yeah. guy. Like, and the, and the, the biggest thing like that has made like the the Warriors series like stick around for so long is that it can be applied to so many different uh, properties. Like The funny thing is they haven't... It's certainly not the main yeah, franchise for whatever they reason. They haven't made like a main <laughs> Dynasty Warriors game since 9, and 9 was bad. Like, they made a Samurai Warriors 5, which was pretty okay. Like, I liked it. Like, it took a lot of the lessons of the side games and put them into like a main game. But like, mm-hmm. you know, the if you look at it, like, uh, I guess like Dynasty Warriors, like, seven, 6 and 7 were coming out around at the same time as a Gundam Warriors. So like a Gundam Dynasty Warriors game. And the Gundam ones were fucking amazing. <laughs> and the regular Dynasty Warriors games were just bad. Like, they just weren't as detailed or anything. They're made by the same people, yeah. so it doesn't make any sense. No, it's just that I it's think that the other properties just have more care put into them. What's what's the other anime that had one? It wasn't Inuyasha, was one it? One Piece had it. No, it was... was it, there's a One Piece mm-hmm. Warriors? There's been four. <laughs> okay, so, that oh tracks. wow! Because yeah, I know there's Fire Emblem as yeah. well, but either way, there's um, been four, and I've played all of them. You... <laughs> yeah, you're just beating up a lot of dudes, and sometimes you like capture little bases and stuff like that. I, I really liked Hyrule Warriors. I would say get it for Switch, the definitive edition, but it's still sixty dollars five years later because Nintendo never drops nope, prices. No, and they never will. That said, that that game is worth sixty dollars in my opinion. There's a lot of content um, in it. There's a ton of content. Steph, that would be the perfect. If, if you want to get the bang for your buck, that would be the perfect <laughs> intro to a like a Warriors game for you. Is the first Hyrule Warriors game because like you know Zelda it's stuff like, now, uh-huh. and I do know Zelda stuff. And like the second one, I played. I never played any Zelda games. The second one has more to do with um, Breath of the Wild, but like is just generally not yeah not as good of a game. Uh, which happens, you know. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, so we did it. <laughs> yeah, we did. I think right. Is there anything? It, 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 I think we did it. I think we did it. I think we did it. Steph, you got anything else? I don't got anything else. Okay, Eric, you got anything else? Um, not oh, man. Video games. Cool. Well, hey, we'll end on this note. Don't be racist, Steph. You want to tell the people where they can find us? Yeah, you can find us um by going on the internet. You can't find us in real life. We're you can't see us. We're like John Cena. Um, but in in the internet, uh, 
You can find me at Capistuff on Twitter, Snowcore on Tumblr, HelloStuff on Instagram. You can find Dom at Brother Dom anywhere he wants to be found. And you can't summon Eric unless you have the right kind of candles. Um, you have to do the right summoning circle, is all I'm saying. Um, no John Deere sent He likes candles, candles. <laughs> If you want to find our podcast, you can do that. Uh, we are on the internet, uh, characterreveal.simplecast.com. We are on Twitter at characterrev. We are on Instagram and Facebook at characterreveal. We are in your podcast catcher of choice at characterreveal. Um, you know, if you like us and your podcast catcher of choice has the ability, um, you give us a rating and a review. And if you like us uh, but want to send us a more personalized note, you can send it to characterreveal at gmail.com. And if you like us so much and you want to give us money, you can do that at patreon.com slash character reveal by becoming a patron of a dollar or more per month. Or you can get something out of it besides just more enjoyment and uh, support us through our sponsor, Grinding Coffee Company. You can support us through our sponsor, Grinding Coffee Company. They're great. They make coffee for gamers, streamers, and everybody else. Uh, they're women-owned, black, L- black and LGBTQ-plus-owned uh, online coffee shop. Honestly, their stuff is delicious. Um wakes you up gets you going tastes good what else could you ask for in a cup of coffee i'd say it's hot i'd say it's cold however you need it right you you can make it how you You like make it happen make it happen it's coffee it's great they got beans they got grounds they got k-cups they got mugs you know whatever you need they'll they'll, they'll hook you up so check them out uh you can go to their website by searching for them or go to the link in our description uh use offer code character reveal all one word uh, for 10% off your order, which uh, is great because it's a triple win. Helps us, helps them, and it helps you. Check them out. Grinding Coffee Company. Offer code character reveal for 10% off your next order. And with that, we have done it. We did an episode of the podcast that we do. You're hearing it, so you know we did it. But you listened, so congratulations to you as well. Um, Steph, Eric, thanks so much for joining me for another episode of this lovely show that we do. More content to come. pleasure. It's going to be a busy year. Uh, we're in March, so the year's already been busy. Let's let's uh, finish Q1 with a bang. Uh, but until next time, listeners, thanks so much, and we'll see you later. Bye. Bye. And we'll do a little clap and get uh, get on out. So it's going to be something like 3, 2, 1, clap twice. So that's tap, 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 tap. 3, 2, 1. 3, 2, 1. I think there was some sort of like...